Welcome on in to the Locked On Syracuse podcast. Tyler Aki and Tim Leonard, the only place for you to get daily Orange podcasts. Check out the show on Twitter at LO underscore Syracuse. We're going to talk to 2021 quarterback, the man that we promised to you this entire week. It's Justin Lamps, and we are so excited to be able to talk to the QB1 of the future today because we're both very, very excited for what he is going to bring to the Orange. So let's let's just quit the wait right now. Let's talk to Justin Lampson. All right, really looking forward to talking to the man on the line right now. It's Justin Lampson, the quarterback that Syracuse reeled in in this class of 2021. Justin, thanks so much for taking a part of your day to talk with us here. First, before we get into everything football and even some non-football stuff, just want to ask how you and the family are doing during this quarantine time. Uh, it's been a little bit crazy, obviously, just like everybody else. But um, I think uh, we're getting through it. And it's kind of been like a crazy little journey because of all this recruiting stuff. So it's made it a little bit more interesting and we're not as bored, I guess, as other people. Well, Tyler and I were following your recruiting process pretty closely, and we were really pumped when you picked Cuse. Uh, what's it been like for you since you joined or made that decision to join Syracuse? How have your friends and family reacted to it? Yeah, um, I think my family was pretty excited. I think my grandparents were really excited just because like, of how prestigious the like university is. And for my family and I, like we're, we're super psyched like um it's just definitely a weight off of our shoulders just so we get to play like we we just got a new dog so like we're just chilling with the family and it's not just all like calls all day and like recruiting stuff we're actually having family time now so it's it's been nice so when you and the family you're just chilling what are you guys doing during these times uh to be honest we just talk about sports i, I play a lot of uh video games though to be honest, with my friends like Call of Duty, 2K, Madden, all that kind of stuff. What's the new dog you just got? I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, we just got Yellow Lab. Okay. Nice. Okay. I, I got a Yellow Lab too. They're they're the best, man. They're the best. Yeah. Right, so is it a puppy? Yeah, it's a puppy. She honestly, I didn't right. realize how uh how crazy puppies were until we got one. There are a lot of that work. thing is gonna be a motor. It's going to be a motor for like five years and then all of a sudden it's going to, it's going to temper down a little bit. So you got, you got five years of of craziness and then you get to relax a little bit with it. So one of the big things that we see with pretty much every recruit is you go on Twitter, Instagram, all these different social media sites and the Syracuse fans just go nuts for these football recruits, basketball recruits, lacrosse recruits. What has that fan support been like for you throughout this entire process? Yeah, definitely. Uh, like, talking about you guys, I mean, like, we just finished our visit at Syracuse, and we listened to your guys' podcast on the way to Indiana where our flight was out of. And, like, that stuff's, like, super cool just for, like, a 17-year-old kid to, like, listen to that stuff and, like, see the love that, like, the school's, like, giving you. Because I've definitely had other schools where they're saying, like, we want another quarterback. I'm not naming names, but we want another quarterback. And that's just not like something like a kid wants to hear, you know? So it's definitely been something big in my recruiting process. Yeah, that is definitely not the case at Syracuse. We wanted you all along and we're pumped to get you. What's been the coolest thing you've seen maybe on Twitter, whether it was a graphic or an edit or anything like that? Yeah, um, there's like a profile called like Syracuse Orange Edits. 
and like he did like a couple edits for me like right when I got offered and like just the stuff he was doing like he was sending like four or five a day which was a uh, that's pretty cool to see just because like they wanted me that much so that's probably the coolest thing so when you look through some of your other offers, you had Louisville, Boise State got in there late. What made Syracuse the place for you during this process? Yeah, I just think it was uh, the best fit for me. Like, the campus was nice. Like, everything fit well. I like the coaches. Um, I think they have a great recruiting class. Um, I don't know. It, just, it was just it was a good fit, and I, I think I really could, like, excel at Syracuse. So, yeah. And the academics are super good. I read something that you got the Syracuse offer while you were touring Louisville. If that's correct, kind of walk me through what that was like. Because I know you mentioned how you were talking to Syracuse for a while and you're sort of waiting on that offer. So what was that feeling like when it finally came in? Yeah. Um, so we were at dinner at like some like pretty fancy restaurant and my, and my parents were just talking about the trip. And then Coach Gilbert texted text me he's like can you talk on the phone so I, I I said yeah he's like do you want the good news and I was like of course and um they he said they offered me so it, it was kind of a weird situation just because I was touring another school and another school had offered me but I don't know it was a really cool like I don't know I was super excited definitely was there bad news with that too like when you presented do you want the good news like usually there's <laughs> bad news along with it also yeah I know he never gave me any bad news so I was I was a little bit uh um, I was a little bit like shook. I was like, is there bad news or? Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, Boise State also came in and offered, as Tyler mentioned, a little bit late. How much did you consider Boise State when that offer came in? Yeah, I didn't really. I mean, definitely I looked into it just because how good the program they have. Um, but it wasn't really something I took super serious just because they were so late in the process. With this summer, it's an abbreviated summer. I mean, I know this is a time when a lot of these high school quarterbacks are going to these big camps and stuff like that, and that's how a lot of people's recruiting stock goes up. And I know even the guy right now who's under center for Syracuse and Tommy DeVito, that was a big thing for him because he went to some of these camps and he elevated from a three-star guy to a four-star guy. For you, how much do you think your stock would have boomed if you would have had that luxury this summer? Yeah, um, so I, I'm not like a huge camp guy just because sometimes I feel like if you're not getting invited to that camp by like an actual coach, I think you kind of get lost in it and there's like 100 quarterbacks. So I think my stock really would have went up in like our spring ball time when the coaches came out to watch us, um, not so much the camps. But I definitely think um, it would have came a lot quicker if the coaches had the chance to uh, see us live with our teammates and stuff. Kind of going back to your visit to Syracuse, what stood out when you went on that visit? Yeah, um, I think definitely just the vibe of the town. Like, I think it was just straight Syracuse orange. Like, it wasn't anything else. It was definitely a college town, and, and I think that's the atmosphere, like, you need when you're trying to pick a college, for sure. So you didn't go on, a, like, a – true visit right you just did kind of a i'm gonna go out of my way to take this campus tour because i don't think they can technically host guys now right yeah so i i couldn't have any contact with any of the coaches so they they can obviously send me stuff to go look at so we just went on like a little tour that they sent us to go look at 
But, yeah, I didn't have any contact with any of the coaches or players. All right, hold on just a second, Justin, because I need to tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars these days, it's pretty much impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. But hey, guess what? That doesn't mean you don't need to repair your car and maintain it as well to save money. That's where Rock Auto comes in. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, maybe even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com also offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market is like. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and DIYers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and don't forget, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you again right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we're the ones who sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com i understand that you talked to coach babers though while you were heading to the visit uh what's it been like when you've gotten to maybe facetime or get on the phone with coach babers it's been cool. Um, it's cool to have my family and talk to him and stuff. Like he's 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 a pretty cool guy. He's, he's super chill, but he's also personal at the same time. Um, but I like him a lot, so I always love talking to him. Everyone talks about how funny he is, and, and is is there like a certain type of joke that he'll crack with you, or or I've heard he, he's even kind of taken some jabs at some of the parents too. You no, know, he's definitely. He's definitely a funny guy. So, like, a little story is we were uh, driving to Indiana. And my mom was in the back seat, right? And she she's not as big as all of us. So, um, like, I showed I showed the camera to my mom, and he was like, oh, Lisa, I didn't even see you back there. And he's just, like, he's just a funny guy. I don't know. He, <laughs> he had to be there, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, no, I can see that yeah. being funny. Yeah. That's just his – charisma too that's how he always is even in like the press conferences you can see and it's it's funny how all the recruits kind of say the same thing about him how he's so personal so funny sterling gilbert is obviously kind of new to syracuse this year he's worked with dino a lot in the past though what did he like about your game and how often was he recruiting you yeah i think uh coach gilbert was probably the lead guy that was recruiting me just uh off of like business um a business standpoint um he's he's super cool he liked just like my competitiveness i guess and uh like how i could throw the ball and run the ball um but yeah he's i like him a lot too as well was that something they talked to you about the fact that you are a dual quarterback and now you're about to go into a quarterback room where you are the only dual guy they never really brought it up they said tommy devito wasn't like a true dual quarterback, but they said that he, he could run the ball as well, but they never really say anything about the only other quarterbacks except for him. 
Well, you are a dual threat quarterback and watching some of your tape, you're definitely comfortable throwing on the run, but you're a guy who transitioned from playing safety. So you haven't been playing quarterback all that long, but obviously you're, you're doing pretty darn good at it. How would you describe just your game as a quarterback overall and your strengths? Yeah, um, I think I'm a good leader. And I think uh, I definitely have some stuff that I need to work on in the passing game. But I definitely think this past year um, that excelled. And I'm also trying to work on my athletic ability, just like my speed. I, I feel like I, I have some room to grow, just I could get to a little bit faster, like time, like 40-wise, I guess. So. Um, I'm just working around all that stuff, but I, I think I bring leadership and competitiveness. What's interesting to me is when does a guy like you figure out, okay, I'm a dual threat quarterback. Is that something that comes natural or is that something you really work at? And is there a pivotal point in your high school career where you're like, I need to add this to my game if I want to play at the next level? Yeah, I think growing up just, the way that like like our Oak Ridge and like youth program does it is that you have to be able to run the ball like just because it's a lot of quarterback read stuff so I think growing up into that like offense I guess kind of taught me to be a dual threat quarterback but yeah you mentioned that you're still have some things to work on in the passing game a little bit what specifically is there a specific throw that you're trying to get down or add more arm strength or what specifically in the passing game do you want to work on? Yeah, I think just being a quarterback, there's a lot of little stuff that like a lot of people don't notice, and it takes a lot of time. I just think quickening up my release and not having a long stroke is uh, the biggest thing right now, and being a little bit more twitchier. Like that's a that's a common like name thing like in the quarterback world. Just be a lot a lot quicker with like all the movements I do. So I'm working on that. I know you have worked a lot with this group called QB Collective, and I find that entire dynamic interesting because when I look at their website and you just see all the coaches that are affiliated with it, I mean, it's not just top of the line high school guys that people haven't heard of. No, there's, I mean, Mike Shanahan helps run it. You've got mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan, who coached in a Super Bowl last year, Matt LaFleur, who w- was a coach of a 13 win team in his first season and and you're working with uh will hewlett i believe correct yes sir yep and and so what has that entire experience been like because i think the the phrase that stood out to me on their website was when it says we want people working with people who might draft them one day so what has that entire experience been like yeah it's definitely been cool like just learn from the best guys. Also, I think the biggest thing for them is just the guys that you're working out with. Like you see, like when I was a sophomore, like you're going out with some five-star guys, four-star guys, and like you want to be like them. So on top of the coaches being great, I think it's also like the players that you're around, like they're going to elevate your game. And like, I don't know, it's a super cool atmosphere. And and I, I like that a lot. So I'm planning to go this year if they have it again. One of those players that you've gotten to be around growing up is Ian Book, who went to your high school, the quarterback who went to Notre Dame, and he was obviously a pretty big-time player for Notre Dame. How much has he taught you about the game, and what is your relationship like with him? Yeah, so me and Ian's families used to be, like, really good friends when, like, growing up, and they still are, but 
Um, she coached my eighth grade football team, so we've known each other for a pretty long time, and he's a great role model to me. I think the I think the most we've like actually learned from each other is like off of this quarantine stuff when he came home from college. Like he helped me clean stuff up and and see more of like the actual like game, and he brought out his receivers. So I got to get my timing down with them and see what the receivers were like at the next level. So that was super cool. What's been the biggest thing he's taught you? Maybe not X's and O's wise, but it can still be a football thing, whether it's off the field or just carrying yourself as a college athlete. But what's the biggest thing he's taught you in that regard? Yeah, I think um, just the way he leads. Um, Like we got 10 receivers that never played with each other and three quarterbacks that like know each other. but everything went smoothly like he he's a leader like he's super like doesn't get too mad about anything he doesn't get too happy about anything like he's just that kind of guy like it doesn't matter what like situation he's in he's gonna lead so um I took that away from him and just the way he like is so personal with the younger kids like I I really appreciate that because like that means a lot to like people that look up to him I guess I read that he kind of told you not to be fearful of going across the country. Obviously, he was from your high school, goes to Notre Dame. You're going a little bit further. You're going to Syracuse. It's going to be a different culture, different weather for sure. But what was his advice in regards to that? Yeah, he said he was a little bit worried about it, just like I was. Um, but he said, like, it kind of made him grow as a man. Like, he was all by himself. He had to make new friends get to meet new people. So he just said it, it was a good learning experience for him. What's been the biggest thing that he's taught you about the pressure of being a quarterback at a power five? Or I guess he's not technically a power five, but Notre Dame, I mean, you're the quarterback of Notre Dame. That is one of the most prestigious jobs you can have in college football. And he's had that job now for a couple of years. So what has he taught you about, how to carry yourself as that leader on the field and, and just withstanding that pressure of being QB one. Yeah. We didn't talk too much about that, but he says like, you just got to like realize there's ups and downs. Like not everybody's going to always like you, you know, like you're going to have some bad games and like people are going to love you and they're also going to hate you. So you're just going to have to realize that and not um, just be okay with that, I guess, and not pay too much attention to it and just do what you got to do. So I got to ask you, I know you said the family is pretty much relieved right now and really pumped up for you, but I went from North Carolina to Syracuse and my mom was all upset about that. You're going literally across the country from California to Syracuse. So how's your mom feel about all this? Yeah, I think my mom's, I don't really know. I know she's going to take some days off of work to come see me, definitely for the games and stuff, but she's a teacher. So um, she's pretty cl- close to her retirement. So I would say by my sophomore or junior year, she'll be retired and maybe move out there, but she's, uh, she's happy for me. I wouldn't say she's like upset or anything, you know? Right. Yeah. She's pretty hey, I'm going to give you one piece of advice right here. One piece of advice for mom. You don't <laughs> oh, move boy. from California to Syracuse. No, no. No. I'll tell you. Cause how much snow do you get where you're at? Yeah. We, I've gotten one thing of snow my whole life here. So you've seen snow Pretty one crazy. time. Oh, you're, no, you're in for a treat, man. Uh, Listen, it's not, I'm not that bad. Don't it's scare not me. Bad. I'm, not, I'm not here to scare <laughs> you, Justin, but it's no, not going to scare you away. But just be ready for it. Get yourself a nice warm coat. You learn to embrace it. it. 
Yeah, you learn to embrace it, it brings out the toughness in you. And guess what? You get to play indoors, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, th- there are gonna be days you're walking to class, and there's gonna be days you don't want to walk to class. You're gonna you might you might think about hanging in your apartment. I did that many a time during my time in Syracuse, but I'm not the person you should model your life after. No. <laughs> um, especially since you're on, on the path to be a division one quarterback. But yeah, d- mom, stay in California. It's much nicer. I, it's better. It's better to just take the flights out east. So, yeah, she's um, listening in the kitchen, laughing right now. She, she loves the advice. <laughs> Is she, she really? Advice. <laughs> Don't do it, mom. Don't do it. Um, one of the things that. Tim and I are really excited for because this is the guy who played at Syracuse while we were there. The bulk of our time is Eric Dungy. And we see a lot of Eric Dungy's game in you and the fact that you're a dual threat quarterback and just the competitiveness and the toughness that we read about you is exactly what we loved in Eric Dungy. And I think I speak for Tim too, when I say this, but Eric Dungy's our favorite athlete that we saw there during our time at school, yeah. whether it was basketball, football, lacrosse, like that was the guy. And this was not a school that was a football school, but during my senior year, Tim's junior year, it was kind of a football school because of a guy like Dungy. So have you talked to Eric at all about what it's like being at Syracuse? And do you see any Eric in your game? Yeah, I definitely see a little bit of Eric Dungy in my game. There's no doubt about that. But I really want to talk to him. So I was trying to figure it out how I could do that. So I've been talking to some of the coaches because I've heard like great things about him. So I'm definitely going to try to make that happen. I wish I, I wish I have though, but we probably will talk soon. I'm sure you'll get a chance eventually. And I know you did talk to Clayton Welch a little bit, who is also a Northern California guy. What did you take out of that conversation with Clayton? Yeah, I took a lot. He was super honest and upfront with me. Um, like he t- he told me like what he didn't like and what he liked, and like he was overall pretty positive about everything. So I appreciated that and like just the honesty he gave me and. Um, it meant a lot just to know like what I was going into. So yeah, it helped me. By the way, when you talk to Eric, you have to ask him about his, uh, his stats video from high school. I don't know if you've seen it at all. His stats video. It's like a math music video, but it's it's pretty good. (laughs) It's a music video he made about stats. Um, okay. So you, you'll, You'll, you'll definitely get a kick out of that. But um, Eric Dungy ran this offense his senior year to absolute perfection. I mean, I, I had some of my favorite moments of Syracuse athletics watching him as a, as a senior. But when you look at the Syracuse offense, what is it to you that you find so intriguing? Yeah, I see like a fast tempo um, type of offense, like trying to get a lot of plays in and throwing the ball and run the ball. And I, I think they're definitely an offense that is capable of scoring a lot this year with Coach Gilbert. So I'm excited to watch that. Fun stuff there with Justin Lampson. And guess what? We get to do it all again tomorrow. So we're going to talk with Justin again. We're going to get into some more stuff with him about how he ended up at Syracuse, what he likes about the school, playing in the ACC because this is a guy going from the West Coast. He thought he was going to end up being a Pac-12 quarterback, but now he's hauling all the way to the Atlantic side of the country. And also, great story because this kid failed his first driver's test. So he's going to tell you that story tomorrow on what exactly happened and why he's not going to fail the driving test with Dino Babers once he's eventually given the keys to the car as the starting quarterback. So we will talk to Justin Lampson again. So for Tim, I'm Tyler. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.